family life can be both rewarding and frustrating. That is why we are here to strengthen families with quality information and support to meet the many challenges they face. Welcome to In Support of Families. Parents all over the world have been through the same trials that you are facing. Your host, Emma Lou Penrod, is here to help with valuable parenting tips for a happy, orderly home. I would like you to meet Lydia. I have been communicating with her for a couple of months now, and I'm so impressed with her. I'm, and she's from Kenya, from Kisi in Kenya. So I'm just glad that we're able to connect. Lydia, welcome. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, ma'am. My name is Lydia Kerubo Kenyanya, and I have a story to tell. This is my story. I grew up in a Gusi community in a small village called Gisinga. I just school, I school in a day school, primary day school, secondary day school. And uh, my family was very low. I come from a community which does not value education for girls. I did my studies with a lot of challenges as a girl. And then the most hurting thing is that I could, be, I could not be able to afford uh, feminine products such as sanitary birds and even panties. My mother was very low. We were living in a very high degree of poverty. I lost my dad when I was uh, just only six years. That's when, that's to uh, say I was in grade one. So my mom was really struggling. Uh, for me and even my nine other siblings, we are nine in our family, five girls, five girls and four boys, and I am the last born. And then I said to her that in our community, it does not value the education for a girl. So in the family of nine, I am the only one who is privileged to study up to college level and now I am a primary school teacher. I have gone through a lot of challenges, especially, uh, as I told you, feminine products I could not afford, my mom could not afford. We were living in a very high degree of poverty. We were even sleeping down, we did not even have a mattress. We used to, to use a, a cow skin as a mattress, we did not even have beddings. So it was a very devastating situation. Uh, I thank for my mom for being there for me because was it not for her, I don't know where I could be at this time. She's been supportive. I actually joined my college and I left my 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 son with him when with her when he my son was uh, only seven months. Uh, she was taking care of my baby. Uh, she was struggling to make sure that I get college fees. Sometimes I could be sent out of college. I come home, I stay. I don't have anyone to support me, not even my siblings. So she's, she, she really struggled and I'm very happy for her. Uh, as a girl, I passed a lot of challenges. That's why if you, if you see my humanitarian duties, I majorly consider a girl child. I don't know. I don't want a girl child to go through the hell I went through when I was growing up. That's why I'm here, appealing for more friends 
to step up and support me with plead with dignity initiative where I'll be able to support these amazing girls here in the village, in my village, even in my neighboring village. I actually don't have boundaries when it comes to serving girls. Actually, girls are going through a lot of challenges. They cannot afford these sanitary towels and uh, even panties, and then they end, they end up uh, exchanging sex to get money so that they can buy this stuff. That, that really hurts me. It pains me. I don't, want to, I don't want them to go through the hell I went through. That's why I am here to support them. And for me, for anyone, for someone, for any friend who steps up to support, to support a girl child, as I say, she or she is a hero, a heroine, and or a hero to me. I value a girl child. And then whoever did, whoever does something good to, to help a girl child, I really value that. I'm here. My heart is out for a girl child. And then I do support uh, vulnerable communities, in uh, fam uh, vulnerable families, I mean, in my community. The, uh, I majorly deal with the disabled, the widows, the widowers, the orphans, and the most poor people in my community. I'm helping them with foodstuffs, clothing, toiletries, and even sometimes I can fundraise to make them better houses, those who are living in very bad houses. And this one is made successful by friends, by amazing friends who come on board and help me achieve this. And for sure, uh, if it was me alone, I cannot make it. Yeah. You have quite a network of people supporting you. I've met several and, and interviewed several of the people that, that think like you do and want to help. And it, it is truly amazing. So, you know, and the pandemic has affected everywhere in the world. What has it been like in Kenya? Ah, oh, the pandemic, I can say it's a, it has actually brought about a lot of harm. A lot of people are suffering. The need cases are rising day in, day out. It is really overwhelming here. And I'm actually trying where I can. Remember, I'm just here. I'm, I'm your ambassador here. You, you support me, and then I help these people. I'm actually trying my level best. Yes, yes. And I know you have been tireless. And you post about it on your Facebook page. Anyone who wants to know what Lydia is up to, just check out her Facebook page. She shares it a lot. And one thing that is interesting, because I'm also, I'm a retired school teacher too, so I'm interested in what's going on with the schools. Your school year is January to October, right? Yeah, yeah. So what did the pandemic do to you? How did your school? Actually, it, is, it has affected education here in Kenya. I really miss my learners. They call me day in, day out, saying, teacher, when are we going back to school? And then I'm like, oh, my goodness, this thing has to go away. I need to meet my learners. 
I need to mingle with my learners. I really miss them. I really miss their presence. I really miss chumping around with them. It is really bad. I feel so bad. Well, I, I heard that you know, your school started January and then it was shut down in March and it's not going to reopen until January of 2021. So your students are missing an, enti an entire year. Yeah, it's really hard. It's really hard and I don't know even that uh, next year we are going to reopen. It's really hard. That's why I just stepped out to volunteer to do humanitarian because it's my passion too. I, I, I feel good when I'm serving people, when I see them smile, when I see that smile and when I just hear that word, thank you. I know humanitarian sometimes it does a lot of challenges, but I thank God he's getting through is getting me through this and I, I am happy I am serving here. I am your ambassador here. You friends, you are trusting me with your resources. You are sending me out to serve this amazing people of God. Yes, and there are things that we just take for granted in the United States. We just, we don't even think about them and yet they're in critical need. You know, just, just having enough food you know, we, we've been affected here, but we've never had to worry about food. There's still plenty of food. And, and, and like you said, those feminine sanitary supplies that we just don't even think about, we take for granted, become a, a critical need. So I'm glad you're bringing awareness of that and you're doing so much to reach as many people as possible. Thank you, and then uh, not, re not forgetting women in my community. I'm planning, if I get resources, I need to um, uh, set for them sustainable projects. I actually don't believe in handouts. I want them to be independent. I don't want them to be just uh, asking for me food on daily basis or on weekly basis. I want to set them sustainable projects will be, will, which will help them to be independent. Yes, and Dominic, in his interview, talks about his, what his idea, what he's come up with. It's amazing. I'm so glad that you're joining forces. That's great. Yeah, and I'm really proud of Dominic, of what he's doing. He, we are doing it together. I love, I love, I, I actually love what he's doing, and I'm so proud of him. I've never seen a, a man who is dedicated to that, actually. You know, humanitarian has got a lot of challenges. You know, sometimes we go to the market, we buy tomatoes, we buy vegetables, we sort as we go around supplying foods to the needy communities. I've never seen that a man, actually. I have to appreciate him from the bottom of my heart. Yes, yes. You know, starting them out with 10 chickens and then teaching yeah. them how to box gardens, how to start that, and get yeah. to the point where they are completely self-reliant. They're, they're growing their own food, working together. It's beautiful. It's going to work. Yeah, not, not forgetting my little children in my Goosey community. You know, I come across a lot of children who are very needy. As you can even check out from my pictures. Sometimes I can do some clothes for them. They are really in dire need. They walk in tattered clothes. They don't even have shoes. Actually, the needs are 
day in day out as i go out i get a lot of needs it is overwhelming here mom yes i'm sure i'm glad you have people to help you and support you and let's find more yeah 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 that will be my happiness yes. you cannot you can i know that you cannot do everything but you can do something yes exactly exactly and yeah. i think this is really a critical time to do that to identify yeah. those things you believe in and want to support and take action yeah we are placed in different ways mm -hmm. yeah yeah every dollar counts every dollar counts even it even if it is one dollar that one will even help to to buy a, a matchbox for the mama here in the village well yes and you don't have any overhead charges you're just using it to, to help so i'm really excited about something we're able to work out there is already a nonprofit a friend of mine here in utah is part of the Shamba Foundation and we're working with them to make it possible for anyone who feels so inclined who's, who wants to make a difference can donate to that and help Lydia help her you know as she sees the suffering in her community it allows her to meet that needs and and recently you posted that you had the ability to help 20 girls who needed sanitary supplies and how many girls showed up ah it was overwhelming 50 girls showed up actually i really felt embarrassed i felt like crying because i didn't have when more birds and sanitary towels to give them oh my goodness i really felt so bad in my heart but i promise I promised them to go back if I happen to get an opening I promised them that I'll be taking them something soon and I hope that I get an opening. Yes, yes. I I love that and I I can relate to that. You want to help them all. Yeah. But you only have the means to help part of the group. Yeah. So you have a friend Anita. I've interviewed Anita too and yeah. she started in prize where she's making those reusable sanitary supplies so we're also including the link to her enterprise people can contribute there and then what is produced what is sown and done can go to help you with your cause so i think it's wonderful what you're doing i applaud you and i know that You know we we communicate back and forth through messenger and I know that with the time difference there are sometimes when you're you're still up <laughs> long after you know just 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 trying to fit as much into a day as you can yeah sure and uh, there's something I don't want to forget remember here I come from a Kisi community which is sung in uh, just baseless taboos and culture here we have what we call fgm and i'm very sorry say that i am a, a culprit of that but i say this one is not going to stop me i am here i am campaigning for kisi community to stop this cut it is very painful and it's causing a lot of 
harm to our young girls. So I'm appealing or I'm calling upon friends to step up and support me in this campaign. This is a support that should come to an end. It is very painful and it can even lead to death because of excessive pleading. And I made a decision and I think I just put it public that I have a little girl who is four years old. She's called Barbara Mara and she's not going to go through that cut. For people who don't know, FGM stands for female genital mutilation. And you said it's a, it's like it's part of the culture. It's been outlawed in Kenya, but because it's such a strong part of the culture, it still continues. I, I know a little bit about it. I understand that this is not a, a procedure that's done in a sanitary, safe manner. And so quite often girls are severely injured, maimed for life. And the only way to combat this is through education. And it's my understanding that that's your goal is to get this education out. It's wrong, wrong, very wrong. I condemn it. Yes, you have decided, already decided your daughter's not going through that. Yeah, my, do my daughter's not going to go through that. I'm actually, even, I'm actually even going around campaigning and saying no, and whoever will be found doing it, uh, she will be taken to court and charged. You know, they are just doing it secretly. The government of Kenya does not allow that. And uh, other communities are not practicing it. It's only the KISS community. Some of the communities in actually Kenya, it, it, other communities does not do it. It is a taboo. It's a culture that has to come to an end. So you're educating the parents to not let this happen to their daughters. Yeah, that's what exactly doing. I am doing with the women and even the girls. I am gathering them and I'm educating them. The disadvantages of doing this, it is bad. It can lead even to death. And whoever is found doing that, she will be taken, her will be taken to court. Yes, and I understand Dominic's daughter also is an advocate and she helps educate the girls. That's wonderful. Oh. Yeah, I'm actually I'm actually mentoring Dominic Dominic's daughter Anita. Wherever I have a forum, I need to take her around with the, me so that she can talk to these girls. Eh? Wonderful. Yeah, that's wonderful, and and I applaud you. That is not easy to do when you have traditions that people feel are this is absolutely right. This is what we must do, but the best way to do it is through education. And you're a teacher, so you are good at that. Yes, I am a teacher and I'm proud to be one. Actually, even the people in our community, they are so proud of me. And I'm here to do the best for them. I am here to see the best for every girl. I love it. Thank you, thank you, Lydia. And I'm, I'm so, it's so exciting to meet so many people who are willing to support you. I, I am sincerely appreciating those um, friends who are supporting me to achieve this. Remember, I'm just here in the ground. I am depending on you people, and you have really showed much to me. I didn't know that it would work this way. And I thank God for everything. Thank you for supporting me for to do this good cause. May you never lack. May you continue supporting me. 
and God will place you abundantly. I'm so happy. I'm so humbled. I'm so honored and, priv and privileged to have you as friends. You are all amazing. I'm really excited we get to work with the Shamba Foundation and get their support. I'm really excited that you're working with Dominic and coming up with some long-term sustainable programs that the old, uh, you can give someone a fish and feed them now, or you can teach them how to fish. And, and that's what you and Dominic are doing and making it possible that girls can stay in school. If they don't have the sanitary supplies, they can't go to school. They've got to stay home during when they're having their period. And I understand the dropout rate for girls, like they don't even make, finish eighth grade. There is a school system in Kenya, but it's not, they're not required to go like in the United States. So I understand girls drop out a lot younger than boys do. Yeah. This all matters. Thank you, mm. Lydia, for devoting your life to this and loving your students so deeply in your community. Yes, I am. And I have a dream. I have a dream and I'm going to tell you that uh, in the near in the near future, if I happen to get resources, um, thinking if uh, like uh, setting up a rescue center for girls, like my heart is just out for girls. A house for girls. Yeah, a rescue center for girls who are facing challenges. As you know, recently I took in a girl who was going through a lot of challenges. She's here staying with me here. I am providing for her. I'm trying my level best. I actually don't have anything, but I'm just sharing the little that I have with her and my two kids. As you know, I'm a mom of two kids and I'm raising them alone. And I added another one. Now they are three, but I'm pretty sure that God is going to provide means and ways on how I can raise these three kids. That's really an exceptional example you're setting, Lydia. You don't have much, but anything you have, you are sharing and you're dedicating to what you believe in, what you're passionate about. That is truly yeah. admirable. Awesome. Lydia, thank you for what you're doing. Thank you, ma'am. Keep up the good work. I'm humbled. Thanks for listening. I started this podcast with the goal of providing useful information to parents and families. I'd like to know how I'm doing. Please like and subscribe on whatever platform you're using, and then go to my website, hypnosis4motivation.com. Leave a comment and let me know what your greatest challenges are. Are there topics you'd like to learn more about that we haven't covered yet? How can we help meet your needs? as a family member. Do you have a story to share that would help others? Reach out to me at hypnosisformotivation.com, use a number four. I'd love to hear from you.